Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, June 30th and Thursday, July 1st of 2021. So yesterday, obviously, there just weren't a ton of events, so we just didn't do a podcast. I think there were four, um, including what was on the court circular, and typically my cutoff is like three. The problem is I knew today was going to be really light, too. It's not even a problem. The reasoning is I knew today was going to be really light as well. So... I wanted, it's not that the day was light, it's that there's not, there aren't a ton of events. I'm going to talk about some events for a longer time, but um, it's still just like, is just enough because I'm not talking about the Princess of Girona Awards, like it's just enough to make an episode still, and we've gone through two days now. So, um, which is fine. Look, I'm totally on board. I kind of knew towards the end of June that this is what was going to end up happening. Um, I'm not going to commit to any kind of schedule for July. I'm not going to every week by any stretch. I will probably end up doing every other day. Um, because I, like I said, I've been looking at, um, Pat, like last year's, what I did in July and it just makes a lot of sense to do every other day. Um, but I'm not sure that's what I'm going to do. Like, it's what I'm doing right now. Um, it's makes sense to continue that. It looks like next week. So we'll see. Um, but like, today we're recording. I'm recording a special episode tomorrow. And then I'll be back um, on Monday for anything from Friday through the weekend. Um, we do have a state visit next week starting on Monday. So like, we'll see what we end up doing there. Um, we may go every day during the state visit. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but again, like it's all really up in the air. Um, and that's okay this month. So I want to be super consistent, but I also don't want to have like five 20 minute episodes. I don't know. Maybe I do. We'll just, again, we'll just see what ends up happening. Um, if we go every day, there'll be 20 minutes or so. Um, if we go every other day, probably 40. Um, again, it's just kind of a, a toss up for what will be happening this month. Um, but I'm not dropping down to every week, every, like once a week. Um, it's not slow enough for that, but it certainly is going to be pretty slow. It looks like from everything I've seen so far. Um, like not a lot of people have calendars. I expect Spain to go through till the end of the month. Um, Sweden is pretty much kind of slowed way down. Um, the Netherlands is kind of a toss up because they have this huge state state visit. Um, but then I think it's going to go quite kind of quiet. Um, the UK will kind of keep going. 
Denmark is going to be kind of sporadic is what it looks like. Um, and then Belgium is like, there is nothing until the 21st on their schedule. So, and even the 21st is not on their schedule. I just know that it's going to happen. Um, although I haven't seen like announcements about what national day for Belgium will look like, but we'll see, of course. Um, so that's kind of like a, hey, update on July. Um, I am going to do a little bit more structured of an episode today with national anthems prior to each country. Um, because I think there's like three countries, maybe four, maybe four, I think. Um, but anyway, we are going to start with the British Royal family as there have been no official engagements in Belgium for the past two days. So let's go to the UK. are going to start with Royal Week in Scotland. So yesterday, Queen Elizabeth took on two engagements. Um, first, she visited the Children's Wood, um, which is a one of the last remaining like natural spaces in Western, Western Glasgow, um, which of course is a huge city in Scotland. It's one of the biggest. Um, and so they have created this space. It used to be a former football pitch um, that is focused completely on nature and teaching um, like nature programming and things along that those lines. Um, so she visited that yesterday. And then she also visited um, Sky Park, which is a conglomerate of like different companies that all um, work together to... Um, well, not maybe work together, but like work on the common interest of space. Um, so they are two companies that support space technology. Um, and on these two official visits, uh, the Princess Royal or Princess Anne accompanied Queen Elizabeth, so accompanied her mother. Um, and then she was also with her today. So Queen Elizabeth had another couple of engagements. Um, and I'm just going to read these from the court circular. Um because I forgot to write them down. I was focused on something else, writing something else down in terms of an outline that I failed a little bit here on the other thing. Anyway, today, Queen Elizabeth, as well as Princess Anne, visited the Edinburgh Climate Change Institute um, to learn about the different work that is happening there to combat climate change. Um, and it is held at the University of Edinburgh is where this, um, at least the conversation happened, but probably where the Climate Change Institute is as well. Um, and they arrived, I don't know, I can't, first of all, I can't tell if they arrived together. I'm watching a video at the moment. Uh, waiting, waiting, waiting. Yes. Okay. So they arrived in the same car. Um, and it was a hybrid Range Rover, which is a very um, cool thing. And maybe the first time Queen Elizabeth has done this. Um, I know everyone else has arrived in electric vehicles, but I think this is the first time that she has done so. Um, so they 
visited different kind of research projects that are working there. Um, they unveiled the plaque. Princess Anne helped out a little bit, which is wonderful. Um, I'm catching up on this on by Twitter at the moment. Um, and then, of course, um, Princess Anne is the chancellor for University of Edinburgh. There was an event last year, pre-pandemic, um, that was really lovely. Um, and it was the University of Edinburgh and another university that Camilla is the chancellor of. It was adorable. Um, anyway, so that is what was going on there. Um, and then we have the big event of the day. So that is, of course, um, well, maybe not, of course. I should stop. I should maybe not assume that everybody knows this. But today, July 1st, um, is Diana, Princess of Wales. It would have been her birthday. It would have been her 60th birthday. Um, and so today at Kensington Palace, a statue was unveiled of Princess Diana um, with a small gathering of, from what I can tell, it is really her family. Um, I don't think there were additional people there. Um, there was one press, like there were two press people um, for a British uh, pool and then an international pool. Um, so a lot of everything we're seeing is like duplicates and triplicates of the same photos because there were not, there was not a ton of press there. Um, so they, this, uh, the unveiling ceremony, sorry, I'm like, I missed a step in saying they. Um, so in attendance were the Duke of Cambridge and the Duke of Sussex, um, and as well as Diana's um, siblings. So her brother, Earl Spencer, and both of her sisters, um, Jane Fellows and Sarah something. Um, so it does seem like a very small thing um, in terms of like people, like a very small event. Um, obviously it's not a small thing. It's huge. It's a huge deal. Um, the statue, it's very cool. You can look at it on pictures, um, but it is of uh, Princess Diana standing with three children around her that seems to be maybe modeled after like a few different photos taken um, on her charity work throughout. Um, it, it's, it's very cool. Um, there is, there's like a, a saying on, um, so in front of the page of the statue, I'm reading this, um, from a royal reporter, um, in front of the statue is a paving stone engraved with the extract after the poem, um, with an extract after the poem, the measure of a man. So the, the statement, the extract reads, these are the units to measure the worth of this woman as a woman, regardless of birth. Now, what was her station, but had she had a heart, how did she play her God-given part? Um, so this is something that was, um, put in the program at the 2007 Memorial service on what would have been the 10th 
anniversary of her death. Um, and then also included in that is a statement that the Dukes of Cambridge and Sussex made together. Um, so they said, quote, today on what would have been our mother's 60th birthday, we remember her love, strength, and character, qualities that made her a force for good around the world, changing countless lives for the better. Every day we wish we're, she were still here with us, and our hope is that this statue will be seen forever as a symbol of her life and her legacy. Um, then they thanked the teams, um, friends, and donors who made this happen, and to all those around the world who keep our mother's memory alive. I think all in all, it was a wonderful um, tribute for the family to pay um, private respects to, in all honesty. Um, I... I think this is the best way to hand, this was the best way to do something like this. Obviously, Diana had a huge impact on the world. Huge. Like, I understand that my family still loves her. Um, and like, I know this, like, I understand. Um, but I also think striking a balance was really lovely about... Yes, this is going to be in a public space, but this is a very private family moment. Um, and I think that speaks to, like, the complication of Diana's status when she died. So she was no longer a member of the royal family. I, like, people loved her and valued her and thought of her as still royal. Absolutely. But the fact of the matter is she wasn't. Um, and so I think this is a really good way to strike a balance. Um, the royal family social media, so like actual at royal family social media did retweet um, and then share the post on Instagram stories um, to mark this. But it wasn't necessarily like a fully royal event. Um, which I think is fine. I think it was a, like I said, a good balance between what it needed to be. Um, and I will say, so earlier I actually couldn't get into the court circular. It hadn't updated yet. Um, and I will say now that I'm in, it actually was not on the court circular calendar. So it was a private family event. Um, it is not on here for... Kensington um I do want to make sure that it's not on anything else but it, it's not so it was a private family thing um obviously they shared about it on social media I knew it was going to happen that's why we're talking about it um but it was not a court circular event um okay so I am going to pull up the court circular we did see some things from Clarence House um so Prince Charles is currently in Scotland um, and held various meetings today. So he met with, um, he held a meeting on, with the Prince's Foundation. Um, he had a meeting with the, um, lots of meetings with the Prince's Foundation, um, for a project 
Um, that I, I really can't make sense of this court circular. Sometimes I can, sometimes I cannot. Um, today is one where I cannot. Um, so that is what was going on today in the UK. Lots of things happening. Obviously the big thing of the day was Diana's, uh, statue unveiling. So with that, let's go ahead now and we are going to move over to Denmark. Denmark yesterday, there were a couple of events. So Queen Margaretha is continuing to confuse me in <laughs> the world of Denmark. Here's the thing. I realized that Denmark is actually like a really small country, but it just seems like so often it's like, oh, we're starting this. But in reality, it's like, we are starting this, but also I'm still going to be everywhere. So anyway, um, yesterday, Queen Margrethe was present for the opening of the new Hans Christian Andersen House Museum. Um, so Hans Christian Andersen, for those who don't know, is the famous Danish author who is responsible for the original, um, like, renditions of fairy tales like The Little Mermaid, The Ugly Duckling, um, some others. Those are the two that were stand out the most. Oh, The Princess and the Pea is another one. Um, so he is the original, like, author of those. And then they have been, of course, um, moved around so many times and, like, reiterated. But he is the original and he is Danish. Um, and so his house is in Odense, which is in, from my understanding, the southern part of Denmark. Um, so this is logical, but still... <laughs> very confusing. I thought taking up residence would mean like taking up residence, which it probably does, but I'm very confused. Um, but anyway, it looks like a really fun event. She, um, took a tour. She was able to, um, see different parts of the museum and then she officially opened it by cutting the ribbon, um, with scissors that belonged to Hans Christian Andersen. Um, so that was her event. Very cool. Um, and then also t yesterday, uh, Crown Princess Mary was attending events in Paris because all of a sudden, you know, I'm like gearing up for Germany next week with the Dutch royal family and then everyone's traveling again, which is fine. I kind of love it, but I was like, oh, Mary's in Paris. Cool. Um, I thought this was going to be a digital participation. It was not. Um, so she was in Paris yesterday for the... Generation Equality Forum, um, which is all about, like, women and men being equals and, you know, not men getting everything and women getting the crap end of the stick. Um, and so I don't think that Mary spoke at the conference. I, th I think she was an attendee because of the pictures of the speakers, like, she was not included, um, but it was President Marcon of France was there in person. Uh, UN Secretary General was there in person. He'll be in Spain tomorrow. 
Um, so he is fully doing like a European tour. Also joining via video conference was the United States Vice President Kamala Harris, which for me as the liberal American woman I was, was wonderful. Um, because I'm going to be very honest, you guys, I frequently ignore the fact that my vice president is a woman, like frequently ignore this because I'm just, I'm used to it already, which is weird. Um, like I'm already totally fine with it because it just is what it is. Um, it was very exciting the first day. It's still very exciting when I remember, but like, it's just kind of cool. Um, so that was kind of fun for me to see and like be reminded of and like what a different um, voice that America has at the moment. Like that's lovely every time. Um, and so that was all good. Um, and then also partaking um, or ahead of the forum, uh, Crown Princess Mary met with the executive director and the deputy exec executive director of UN Women, um, which of course is the, U the UN's like focus group for all issues that are specifically somehow women, but also world related. Because there is never such a thing as like solely a woman's issue, like women's issues are just general world issues, but I understand the distinction. Um, so that is what was going on yesterday. Again, I'm going to be pretty transparent and say kind of forgot to look up everybody else's events today. I was so focused on two um, that I just kind of forgot how to do this. Um, so it looks like today... Uh, there were no in-person events, but let me check one more place. It does look like Crown Prince Frederick is on some sort of program on the Danish television station focused on outdoorsy things. That looks fun. Um, what a, what a thing there. Oh my goodness, public audiences resume. Um, which is what that is. Okay. Um... So it looks like today Queen Margrethe um, held a, like a local reception or no, I'm sorry. There's actually nothing. I'm sorry. I was reading the calendar wrong. This is how this happens. Um, on the Danish Royal website, there is not another event till Tuesday in Denmark. So at least scheduled. Um, so that is what is going on there. So now we're going to move over to the Dutch Royal family. events yesterday. Um, so the first one was a unannounced until the morning of event. Um, so King Willem Alexander took part in a digital conversation with diplomats and employees of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And I think this was at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs just based on like the backgrounds that I saw. Um, I think he traveled to the Ministry of Affa Foreign Affairs to have this like video conference, which makes a lot of sense uh, for security reasons and stuff. And I think the Minister of Foreign Affairs was also 
there. Um, and the conversation was focused on the effects of the pandemic on foreign service workers. I'm not sure if that's what they're called in the Netherlands. That's what we call them in the States, foreign service officers, um, because they work in the foreign service, but like in various parts. So we call them all, like we give them a general name of foreign service officers. Um, but these would probably be like Chargé d'Affaires and like higher ups in the embassies across the world It's my assumption. Um, so that was the first event. And then also yesterday, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima presented certificates to organizations involved in the Orange Foundation Growth Program, um, which is an, a specific program within the foundation that aims to promote um, different companies that have social initiatives and high, like not high monetary value necessarily, but like high impact social initiatives. So things that are really changing their employees' lives for the better um, and really just incorporating like the social challenges of the world um, into their business model and their workplace um, situation, which I think is just really, really cool um, that the Orange Foundation is something I've never really dove in super deep on. Um, and it might be something I do dive super deep in onto because it's, I'm very curious now, like what kinds of things they are promoting and stuff like that. Um, so we'll see what happens, but I thought that was really cool. Um, and that was, those were the two events yesterday. There was nothing today. The next event on the calendar, which I guess is not that far away, but still somehow seems really far away is the state visit. And that starts on Monday. Um, and they'll be in Germany. So stay tuned for that. They've released like a, a baby version of the calendar because they don't want to um, reveal too much to prevent crowding, um, which makes logical sense to me. Um, but they, the focus will of course be on the good relationships between the two countries uh, politically, economically, scientifically, and culturally, um, and the, the trading partnership and ally and all of this. It's going to be a very extensive, uh, focused event. So, um, like the focus, the, there isn't going to be one singular focus. Sometimes that will happen, um, on a state visit is like, there's one specific thing that you're going for. Um, so like, I would say 90% of um, like visits, state visits to the US are to see uh, different ways that the culture of your country, like the, the visiting country has impacted the US um, since the US is, you know, this famous melting pot. Like we have a ton of different cultures within us. So it's why you'll see like the Spanish Royals will visit um, areas that were colonized by Spain um, and I'm trying to think of the last like royal visit that I can remember uh, there hasn't actually been one in a really long time um, but like recently uh, the last <laughs> visit that I can remember I 
was, I think, in January or February of 2020, and it was King Philippe and Queen Matilde were here for, like, three days, and most of that was UN-based. Um, Belgium was holding the presidency of the uh, United Nations Security Council, but then they also, while they were here, saw a couple of different things that held Belgian influences in New York. Um, so there was a, a show on Broadway, I can't remember what it was, but they went to see it. Um, who had maybe the choreographer was Belgium, Belgian or something like that. Um, but you'll see lots of things like that happen. Um, so that's what a, a state visit is. And we'll, of course, talk about that more. Um, I'm still kind of playing around with what to do about that because that's like all in all our probably most true state visit. I think I'll probably do what I did for the Andorran state visit that King Felipe and Queen Letizia did um, a couple months ago now. Um, I'll probably do something similar where I'm talking like daily about the events um, just because I think that's going to be the easiest way. I know that's how I did their last state visit, but I was a month and a half into doing this podcast. So if I think of something creative in the meantime, we'll do that, but I don't know that I will. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on in the Netherlands. Um, there was nothing going on today in that country. And then I'm going to check, but I doubt there was anything going on in Norway. There was not. Okay. Um, the event in Spain. So today was the Princess of Girona Awards. Like I have said, I'm doing a whole episode on that tomorrow. Um, so you can check that out same time tomorrow. It will be up. Um, the reason is I want to, it, first of all, it covered two years. So like that's going to be a beast in and of itself is it'll be the past year awards as well. Um, two, there are like multiple events that go in with it. And I want to talk about um, all of those with a, as much detail as I would like. Um, and also it gives me kind of a, a safer way to fangirl all I want um, because it's a very like niche event, right? Like you're not going to listen to it if you hate the Spanish Royals because that's what they're doing. Um, you're not going to listen to it if you're like a Catalonian who hate the Spanish Royals because they were in your city and you're mad. Like it, it gives me a way that is more open and free to me just like fangirling because holy crap, these girls are so big and Leonor continues to impress me with her speeches. Like they just keep getting better, you know, like to say those things, I would like, I like having the safe space to do that. Um, and it's also, again, just like, you don't have to listen to me ramble forever if you don't want to because it's a choice. Like, that episode is very much a choice. So that is why I'm doing it that way. Um, also, sorry, definitely just had a cough attack. Um, you probably caught some of it, but sorry about that. Um, so anyway, we are skipping that and we'll talk about it tomorrow and then cover all the events that happen tomorrow um, in their own day. Also, I'm holding out hope that there will be some events that at least the girls are attending tomorrow, but I'm not holding out a ton of hope. 
Um, and then for the Swedish royal family, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go um, into a whole section because I can't talk too much about this event um, because it's happened five times in the past year. Um, so today, Queen Sylvia attended the digital inauguration of the fifth childhood house um, in Germany, which is an orphanage for children. Um, so it serves as a place for children to go and recover and heal from various traumas. Um, but the reason I'm like not giving it its own segment is because honestly, this is the fifth time I've talked about it. Um, because she has done five in the past year, which is amazing. Like huge credit to World Childhood Foundation, which is an organization that Queen Sylvia started because it is doing great work in Germany. Um, so there are different branches. So like huge credit to World Childhood in Germany. What they're doing is amazing. Um, but it's just like, I've talked about it. And for me, that's like, there's only so many times I can talk about the same event, especially if I like don't completely understand the topic and I can't find enough resources to help me understand the topic better. Um, like it's just, it's not a forever, like, oh, this will forever be boring to me, but it is right now. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on today in Sweden. It is the last event until, uh, Crown Princess Victoria's birthday on the 14th. So just a really quiet two weeks from the Swedish Royal family. I knew this was coming. Um, it's just Scandinavians get to take a couple more, a couple more weeks off because they are immensely popular. You know, like some countries get, you know, two weeks. Other countries get like two and a half months. Um, just depending on one popularity, but also like mostly popularity. Like Denmark, Margrethe can get away with it because she has like 97% approval. Um... King Felipe takes two weeks off. I'm not even... He did. He took two weeks off last year. Like, he may take three this year because no one's going to the Olympics. But if they... If there needed to be a a royal go to the Olympics, he wouldn't have had any... Like, there would have been no vacation for the Spanish royals whatsoever. Um, so, anyway. That is where everything is headed. It's just all going to be slow. That's why it's like, eh, this month is kind of like, we'll see what happens. Um, August will for sure be once a week because I need a break. Um, but also I need time to like change up some things and grow some things and edit some things and change up some things and just in general. So that's what August is for me. It's a, a reset month. Um, but anyway, that is where we're at. So I will end this episode here. I will talk to you all tomorrow for our special Princess of Girona Awards episode, um, covering all the events and all the things and like all the amazingness. Um, I will talk to you all tomorrow for that. In the meantime, go check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, where you can like and see all these pictures. Um, <laughs> I am going to post the Princess of Girona award pictures today, um, since it did happen today, but I will talk about it tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Um, like and review this podcast, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Friday. Bye.